I, I feel like, you know, what we're seeing here is people have realized, see, when times are good, your vehicle is a luxury. It's like, oh, this is so nice. I've got a vehicle. But I think very quickly we realized, well, wait a second. This is freedom. Yeah. My vehicle is a, is utility. I need a vehicle. And, and you had mentioned ride sharing. I mean, Ubers are sketchy, you know, 95% yeah. of the time as it is. I think a lot of people are realizing, hey, there's more utility in this. Do you do you see this then just based on financial situations and things of that nature from some of the data that we're, we're seeing? Do you think now this means a, a bigger uptick in pre-owned moving out of this and maybe less luxury buys like, hey, yeah, I, I did the whatever. But now I'm thinking like maybe I just need to go for something that's a little more uh, cash responsible. A little more gives me the utility and gives me my own space that I can control. Yeah, and that's where I I did an article a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think CPO can be the winner out of this thing if done properly. And what I mean by that is if these manufacturers, because they got to realize, I know they want to keep their volume of new car sales, right? I mean that, that's they're gonna that's sure. they have to, right? But a lot of the manufacturing the plants were closed or switched over to a different product, right? Creating um, masks and stuff like that. Uh, so the production's been down. So one way to, I mean, one way to drive your brand still is through CPO. So I was saying if, you know, these manufacturers actually put as much attention and maybe money behind CPO cars, uh, offer the same, maybe instead of 0% for 84 months, but zero for 60, Maybe waive the fee for the dealer to certify the car. Um, maybe do a 90-day deferral payment program. You know, if you put a program like that out there for consumers and the new cars, even though they have the great incentives and the customer might want it, but the production's not there to provide it, you know, that's a good switch car. And so if they put this money behind it and push CPO, um, you're going to get dealers buy-in because, again, if they waive the fee, that's the biggest challenge. A lot of dealers, they didn't want to spend the extra 500 plus money to certify a car because then the gross isn't there. Right. And then you're going to get the, so the buy-in of the dealer, the consumer, it's a good alternative because they save thousands and get good rates. And then it's a, a good intro car. Maybe they drive the CPO for a few years and later down the road, they feel comfortable to go into the new model. Um, and it, what it will do is that trickle-down effect. It'll help stop the all these rental cars and all these lease returns are going to come hit this market and the, and it's going to make the, these values drop well if the 20s and the 19s drop well then the 18s and 17s drops and so forth and they need these these re, these these values to hold because they need the residual values right the future value of that car to hold so they can run leases on new cars so i do think used cars will win out of this because um you know, they've had the 0% for 84 months. I don't know. There hasn't been a big volume of sales like it. Um, I, I remember 9-11 in October. You know, 9-11 happened September. October was the first time they ever offered 0%. And I was doing internet sales. And I remember coming in in my office and on my phone, literally at 8.30 in the morning, there'd be 10 voicemails and 40 emails. And people are just flooding the market buying cars. It hasn't happened yet because... I don't think people feel comfortable leaving their houses right. and doing it that way. So yeah. the, that volume hasn't happened on new cars. Um, and so I don't know if it will or if it's just waiting for people to be able to be more comfortable to, okay, I'm going back to my job, my income's secure. Now let's take advantage of these offers. Or if it's not going to come, then yeah. I mean, 
they're going to have to do something. And some of these manufacturers had done some CPO offers. I think Volkswagen or Volvo or Mercedes Benz and some of them are starting to do that. But I think CPO could become the winner out of this thing if handled right. And, and again, that's the used car tournament because of budgets and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, we see just from an interest level. Yeah. It's great that there's all these new vehicle incentives and payment deferrals and all those sorts of things. And I mean, that's certainly, that, that's a great thing for anybody that's in a, in a brand new vehicle, but I'm even seeing just from say like a Facebook marketplace perspective where a lot of dealers of course are putting their pre-owned inventory that surprisingly there hasn't been too big of a decrease in people still reaching out to dealers on these pre-owned units. And I think that's just an indication of, of what you're saying, like, Hey, this is going to hold. And, and maybe this is going to be the, the shining star of this whole pandemic. And it's going to hold us through until people start to return to the market or maybe more comfortable leaving their home or like whatever the case may be. But I mean, if we look at the historical data from 08, 09, it was kind of like it was a bumpy road, 08 and 09. And it was in 2010, 2011 that we started to see the engine turn back on a little bit. And so, yeah, but I think pretty they, owned. They, they did that cash for clunkers, though. And if yeah. they can't do another round of that, that'll just no. kill. It would kill the wholesale, uh, wholesale values of these used cars. Um, and because the new car business and the new cars, you can't, you won't have as many trades. And I mean, it's, yeah, it's just gonna, it, it would not be a good thing. And I mean, even Dale Pollock did an article about similar right. thing. What I was saying, you know, cash or clunkers will kill it. Let's put something yeah. behind these late models. You know? Yeah. And I'm, and, and you know what, like just the whole psychology of like, I bought a, like, like who's attracted to buy now, not to sound judgmental, but I mean, like I'm a marketer. So it's like, who's honestly interested in, in, Hey, you know what? Like, I'm going to go buy a clunker. And it's like, yeah. okay, but then think about all of the, the cost behind servicing a customer that wants a clunker because they usually have the highest expectations to begin with. Sure. You know, well, so I think, too, I mean, a lot of those cash cars are going to be important for some people though, right now. Cause think about a lot of people, especially in the, the city and stuff. Yeah. With rideshare, they might go, you know what? I'm better off just buying a three or four grand car and just letting it sit. You know, totally. if I use it, I use it. I don't, I don't, but it's better than getting these Ubers or taxis right now, you know? Totally. So. Yeah. So, so, and it brings it right back to the validating point of your vehicle is a utility. Like this mm -hmm. is, it's a need, it's a free, it's for freedom and, and you need it. So, so I think that's interesting. Now I want to, I want to kind of pivot a little bit and say, okay, you know, obviously there's a lot of dealers saying, well, I've got the inventory I've got. If I was to shift, anything if i wanted to shift my focus what should i be doing right now especially as dealerships are starting to open up or sales departments are starting to open up by appointment of course there's regulations in place to keep everybody safe and all those sorts of things but if i'm opening up what should my focus be over the next 30 60 90 um 30 and 60 i think obviously um share what you're doing on these cars you know if you're doing these chemical or the cleaning and and getting rid of and a lot of these uh, new company or companies are out there you know making sure the bacteria there's everything's clean you do the gloves you're doing the mask you're doing everything you can to protect the customers i think over the next 30 to 60 days they need to hear that kind of message so push that out there don't be afraid to do videos and, and show customers um even if even if it's a facebook video or a youtube video for your website if it's a two-minute video or even if you did a live no one watched it that's fine it's something to capture to send the customers you know 20 days down the road say hey uh 
check out this quick video to show you how clean our car is going to be when you bring when we bring it to you type of scenario. So let customers know what you're doing on that end. Um, and then again, I think just appraisal process is going to be important because you're going to have to figure that out. Uh, a lot of times, again, some of these, uh, if customers aren't coming into you, you got to come to them um, and, and figure out how you can transact and, and, and do the, the, the money on that. And, right. and what I'm hearing from a lot of people is the customers are a little bit more laid back as far as not beating them up on pricing. And it's like, holy cow, well, maybe you're doing, the, doing business the way they want to, and they're willing to spend a little bit more money for convenience, you know? So promote that convenience. Be, again, the cleanliness of the car, the convenience of coming and getting it from them and that they don't have to leave their home. Um, I think they'll pay for that extra convenience. So I think, uh, but the other thing right now is um, price is driving cars. I would almost say if you, if you can get a, Aggressive with your price, get off of it. Even if you're taking a beating because of what you paid for that car a while back, take that first beating because the second and third for now over this next six will be you'll you'll be profitable by the second transaction. What I mean by that, if you take a three grand beating to price this car to get off of it, you can go to the lane and buy it three or four grand cheaper and price it competitively and make fifteen hundred or two grand on it. You know, by the second or third transaction on that twenty grand investment. You're breaking even and you're getting out of this. I'd hate to be that guy 60 to 90 days from now still sitting on cars that he bought in February that are worth yeah. way less. Yeah. So get off of what you paid high for back in January, February, in the beginning of March. Get off of it now. Get very competitive with pricing. Move it and then go to the lane and buy cleaner stuff. You always want to be a buyer at current market values and it's not. At, it's never been as more important than that.